This life is yours. Are you living the one that you want? My mission is to inspire and encourage you to live a bodacious life by creating a resonance of body, mind, and soul for the freedom-loving, deep soul-thinking, and truth-seeker, where we discuss enlightening topics in a down-to-earth and easy-to-approach manner. Nothing is off-limits, especially the taboo. I will take you from a gentle whisper to a roar. I'm Caitlin Kuhn, and you are Becoming a Lion. be a singer, right? Oh my gosh. It's oh, a good song. ABBA. <laughs> Where are my ABBA fans at? Have you ever watched children play? They dance, they sing, they entertain without fear. They don't know yet what most adults inevitably start to believe that you should fear public attention. You should be afraid. They don't know that. They don't know that they are not worthy to be heard and that what they say might not be important enough because that's what we as adults think, right? Wherever there is a stage, whether in a park, a restaurant, a venue, children gravitate towards it. They climb up on top, they dance and sing, they move their bodies, and they laugh and they play. It is natural for children to want to, what we as adults might say, show off. They love themselves without hesitation. They love themselves so much, they care not what onlookers, it's a tough word, onlookers think. They think only to express their creativity, their dance, and their song, whatever might it be in their soul at the moment. And I love that. I love watching kids. It's so natural. We are meant to share our spirit with the world without fear. What are you so afraid of? That people might not like what you have to say? That people might think you are weird? Nobody thinks I'm weird. <laughs> Is that the worst that will happen? When was the last time you did something silly in front of people? When was the last time you spoke up when it was necessary? Have you ever had the desire to share your wisdom to a group or to someone, but you didn't because you were scared? I've done that a lot in my life. All of these things. I've done that a lot. I have a very deep fear of public speaking and I have stage fright. I have always wanted to be an actor. Ever since I was a kid, that's all I've ever wanted to do is be an actor. I could kill it. <laughs> I took an acting class in college and I crushed it, but I was terrified. I feel and see emotions where others don't. And I think that's what makes me such an intuitive energy healer. Hmm. 
alas, I have terrible stage fright. So it's really, really hard for me to do that. I literally almost had a panic attack every day in that class, but I did it and I did it really, really well. But here we are. I also have really big plans to be an inspirational speaker. But I'm terrified of public speaking. (laughs) The funny thing is, I'm actually really good at it. Every time I've had to do it, I've crushed it. But I'm physically sick for days leading up to it. The moments before, it's like I'm going to pass out. And uh, today I realized I'm not afraid of speaking in front of people. I'm not afraid of acting in front of people. I'm afraid of them thinking I'm not good enough. So I guess I have some more self-love work to do than I thought I did. But thank you, universe, for bringing this to my attention. And just so you know, recording a podcast at home without anyone around me is a lot different than giving a speech in front of a crowd. At home, doing this, this is easy. This is fine. But even in the beginning, I don't know if you noticed, in the beginning episodes, I was terrified. I would literally have everything written out and I would record and then re-record if I thought it wasn't good enough. Now I just, I have my notes And I have some things written out. And if I mess up, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) But it takes time to get comfortable. And it's a lot easier to get comfortable when no one's watching you, right? Because it's that attention thing that really freaks us out. But I vow to you today that one day soon, you will see me act in something. And one day soon you will see that I am an inspirational public speaker in addition to my radionic therapy practice. But someday soon, I will do those things because I'm not going to rule the world. I'm not going to. I'm not going to rule the world. (laughs) I might. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to let fear rule me, right? Because that's what I have been doing. I have been letting fear rule me. No more. (laughs) Gotta be a lion. So what are the things that you really want to do, but you don't because you are scared? Say it out loud and then say why you're scared. It feels really good. It feels really good to acknowledge that fear and tell it that it won't win. So all of this is brought about because of the book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. It's written by former hospice nurse, Bronnie Ware. And she writes about how almost every person she took care of right before they died had the same five regrets. And they are as follows. I'm going to read them to her, to her, uh, read them to you from her website, um, bonnierare.com. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me. This was the most common regret of all. When people realize that their life is almost over and they look back clearly on it, it is easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people had not honored even a half of their dreams and had to die knowing that it was due to choices they had made 
or not made. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This came from every male patient that she nursed. They missed their children's youth. They missed their partner's companionship. Women also spoke of this regret, but most were from older generations, so many of the female patients had not been the breadwinners. But all of the men that she nursed deeply regretted spending so much time of their lives on the treadmill of a work existence. Number three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Many people suppressed their feelings in order to keep peace with others. As a result, they settled for a mediocre existence and never became who they were truly capable of becoming. Many developed illness illnesses relating to the bitterness and resentment that they carried as a result. We just talked about this in my last episode on my other podcast. Very interesting. I see this all the time in my sessions. All the time. That's why I push courage so much. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Often, they would not truly realize the full benefits of old friends until their dying weeks, and it was not always possible to track them down. Many had become so caught up in their own lives that they had let golden friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friendships the time and effort that they deserved. Everyone misses their friends when they are dying. I need to be a better friend. Number five. This is the one that I'm like, oh my God, I wish that I had let myself be happier. This is a surprisingly common one. Many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions Fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves that they were content. When deep within, they longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. When you are on your deathbed, what others think of you is a long way from your mind. How wonderful to be able to go and smile again long before you are dying. Life is a choice. It is your life. Choose consciously. Choose wisely. Choose honestly. Choose happiness. Oh, I love it. I think her and I would get along just fine, huh? This life is yours. Are you living the one that you want? Go dance. Go sing. Be your silly, real self for the world. Just do it and be happy. Until next time. Hey, if you need help leveling up your life, go check out my other podcast, The Energy Tuner. This month, we are diving deep into learning how to use affirmations. Using affirmations correctly will rewire your brain and transform your life. I promise. The lessons are short and direct and will be well worth the 5 to 14 minutes of your attention. See you there.
thank you for listening to this episode of Becoming a Lion. For more information like this, visit youarebecomingalion.com. Live bodaciously and with courage.